Welcome to the Empath and the Narcissist Podcast, where you regain your sparkle back after narcissistic abuse. I am your host, Raven Scott, a trauma-informed spiritual mentor, certified meditation teacher, and human design expert. I'm empowering empaths in recovery and healing from narcissistic abuse, childhood trauma through human design, self-care, mindfulness advice, and expert interviews. Subscribe now. This is a live replay recording of a conversation I had with a projector. Her name is Alyssa, and she is a licensed massage therapist, along with many other modalities and a coach. So Alyssa, you can find her on Instagram at LiftingMamaBug. Welcome to the Raven Scott Show. Today, we are going to be bringing you on beautiful soul. And wait for her to join. Yeah, we're talking about human design and being a projector as a human, the human design system. I am a generator. Just to give you guys information, what is a generator? A generator is a sacral being in the human design chart. Your sacral center is defined. And projector is a design type that has an undefined sacral. We talked about this in the podcast episode this week on Tuesday. The differences between sacral beings, if you have that square just above the root colored in red, you have that motor defined. So manifesting generators and generators have their sacrals colored in red. We are the doers of the world. You delegate something to us and we'll get it done for you. We have the energy to do so. And we have to expend that energy to have a good night's sleep. Now, the non-sacral beings of the world, the majority of them, 20%, are projectors. And the other small percentage, 9%, are manifestors. And then 1% are reflectors. So there's three types that can be a non-sacral being. And this we talk about again in the podcast, when you are a non-sacral being, hello, there she is, love, then you are here to guide. You are here to do work differently. You are here to do work uniquely and not a nine to five, not the regular grind. And so just hit that little plus sign video at the bottom, Alyssa to request you join and I can get you on here and we can start jamming about human design. Hello. We are on. Welcome. Hi. Yeah. I'm just kind of spaced out because as soon as I cut off, I was like, wait, what's what happened? And I was cut off. What a crazy thing to have happen. So I believe where I was starting was like, I've definitely had an opportunity to witness how diverse our energy can kind of flow through us as projectors and generators, and then also manifestors to reflectors. And I, I haven't met a reflector, but I've done a little bit of research of my own and I've kind of, oh, cool. Well, like it's a reflector. So I was like, hmm. oh, this kind of, right. And I'm actually having a conversation right now where I'm like, I'm like, I think he's a reflector. <laughs> I'm just, that's what my intuition is telling me. And I keep asking him and I'm like, dude, can you send me your birth information so I can look up your chart? And he's like, 
measure about this. I'm like, oh, I'm getting mad at this. Like, we're getting there. But, but yeah, yeah, that's just like because of my splenic authority. I'm a splenic triplet definition projector. And so that's just me listening to my intuition and feeling it out. And it's definitely an interesting conversation to have. Yeah. But yeah. Surround, surrounded by manifesting generators and generators. Yeah throughout my life, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Definitely experienced a lot of that conditioning for myself and then the deconditioning process and kind of unbecoming all of that. So it's definitely a huge process, but I know we all kind of go yeah. through that. Because you know? we all go through life, so. you know, especially our parents before this conscious parenting kind of wave went through, they were just doing their best. They were reading whatever books and we all go through life like thinking everyone thinks like us everyone does things like us but that's not, not what human design shows us and this is what's beautiful pulling everyone's chart is there's so many different beautiful variety of ways of how you can experience life and move through the world and it doesn't have to be a one way is the best way like everyone can have their own path which is really what i love about human design really yeah. absolutely and that's what I love about human design too. And I think, you know, for those of us who actually dive into it a little bit and explore that, really connect to that. Yeah, I have met one sure. reflector. I was on her podcast. I'd have to rack my brain or go through my phone to remember what it was, but it was like a year or two ago. And I was just like trying to ask her as many questions as I could, because it's so rare. There's only 1% of the population who are reflectors. And the biggest thing I got from her was just like needing time and space to herself like she has this little house in the countryside so when she chooses to go around a lot of people she can she's not forced to be around them a lot and just like giving herself space and grace to like be able to move slower and to just move with her energy which is a that was really cool to kind of witness and be in her aura Yeah, absolutely. I can imagine that that would be a really interesting experience yeah. to have and to feel that and be in that aura. Yeah, that and for everyone who for doesn't sure. know, the reflector has every single center open and their strategy and authority is ruled by the moon. You have to wait 28 days to really make any big major decisions that you know for sure they're aligned with you. But you as a non-sacral being, so that means that your sacral center is not a motor. It amplifies the other motors around you. Do you find, let's just ask, like, talking about conditioning, back in your childhood, did you find that really difficult to understand that you had a different energy type as a child? Yeah, actually, I do believe that because... It shows up through how I yeah. experienced going through school. Let's just take that for example. Learning disabilities. <clears throat> I was labeled ADD, ADHD after a certain point in my life. Mm. This is where I started receiving these labels. And so my mom as a clinic projector, she started, you know, she was looking into books and, and really... It looking for ways to help mm -hmm. guide me that way I and and she, she I believe she would say it herself she didn't she wouldn't want me to to feel 
left out or separate from anything else around me. Like she didn't want me to feel like I was an off- right. Off-ball, yeah, black sheep. You know what I mean? <clears throat> but didn't stop me from feeling. You know, that we way. try our best as, best as mothers, but yeah, we I, can't always guard our children against all that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. And uh, you know, so. I was having a conversation with this about, or about this earlier, where I was put through a series. I almost don't want to say it's like a series of tests or hardships or or starting early in life. And uh, it began with school because I was struggling. I learned differently. So the way that the public school system was set up didn't, it, it, I was able to, like, I, I would do really good in the beginning and I would go gung ho and then I would get bored and I would just be like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. And I would get. I yeah, would especially because our generation, homework. we had homework. And the right, you know, like, as I'm thinking about now, not all schools do homework, but yeah, for sure we had homework, right? We always had homework. And for a projector, like a non signal yeah. being to continue to work, 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 like that is, I don't know, tor- torture. Like, it's just like the death, like, <laughs> please stop. Like, up with the work yeah and, yeah exactly and I'm just like can I learn at my own mm-hmm. pace that was something that I really struggled with and that's one of the reasons why I feel like that I had issues with ADD ADHD and all these other things is because I was being conditioned by the generator in the generator world around me to do 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 and go 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 because not only was I in school and doing all this homework I then started playing sports okay. early on. So I was born in 1988. <laughs> and then so, so my parents, we all moved here to Arizona at like, I don't know, T92, 93, maybe <laughs> somewhere around there. But one of the first sports I started playing was soccer. And, and soccer, I didn't enjoy it. Yeah, you're constantly that's moving. definitely a generator sport. <laughs> but the word... <laughs> That's and the one the one position I enjoyed goalie. playing on soccer. Yeah, I was, was like goalie. goalie. Yeah. <laughs> why? Yes, the reason why is because I just sat there in one spot watching yeah. everything. I could see everything, right? And then I would just sit there and hang from from the goalpost because yeah. I would hang there and swing because you know <laughs> it just wasn't the right support for me. And and then so a couple of years later, where mm-hmm. I actually started playing softball. Uh, so softball was actually the sport I stuck with from I want to say 1997, all the way up through. I feel like that is definitely the projector sport. Like, and I'm as I'm talking to you, I'm also thinking about my daughter who is nine and getting her into different activities I've not ever really wanted to sign her up for anything unless she asked me because I already know she's a projector so soccer uh, out and I was I kept thinking like she's really good at hitting the ball with the baseball and softball is like you just sit around most of the time I'm like that's perfect like you should do that right yeah yes funny being my daughter my daughter Mm -hmm. is a is a projector and and (laughs) Before I even ever knew about human design, she wanted to play soccer. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Let's go play soccer. You can go ahead and try it out. She played it. She didn't want to play it again. <laughs> in years. So a self-projected projector, me not knowing anything at that point. You know, yeah. We experienced it. Trial and error. 
Yeah. Yes, absolutely. But yes, I agree. Softball is definitely more of that projector sport because one, it's not constantly going. You have moments where you're waiting, you're waiting to take action. And that's that, like, right. that waiting for the yeah, invitation. That's actually a perfect projector sport. Yeah. So, so just wanted to, to acknowledge that or recognize that little bit there too, because it's amazing the things that can kind of come up and, and things that we never recognized before in our lives and be like, oh, that's how it's connected to human design and how the flow of our energy yeah. works. Really Carly, cool. I'm acknowledging you in the comments absolutely i'm assuming your projector but i don't want to assume so let us know your type in the comments she said her generator parents had her in a million sports yeah i'm wondering i'm curious we'll, we'll experiment with karate only yeah. because it is more like a zen splenic projector like Alyssa. yeah <laughs> i totally didn't even uh, i didn't even realize you were still thank you for being awesome here, so. yeah so as a kid do that that learning structure is it's right. It's like, it's because the majority of the population is 70% of the population are generators, sacral beings. So we think, oh yeah, just keep memorizing, keep doing exercises, keep working, and then you'll like learn and you'll get it. But for those wise, I'm sure if you did any type of testing, you tested really high, but like at the actual schoolwork, you may not have excelled so much in because it was the actual work. I'm like, correct in that assumption well with me i ended up experiencing testing really anxiety. Testing anxiety okay so i tested horribly <laughs> yes i said i was the problem child growing up okay mm -hmm. i'm the youngest of three my older sister she's the oldest she is a, uh, mm -hmm. a generator and my mom is a mm -hmm. projector and my dad is also a generator so first one that they had is a open define open Love direction, open love uh -huh. identity center. She's she's yes, she's very open, but hers her definition runs from the sacral to the okay. root and to the spleen. So that's where her definition is. And then my brother, who's the second child, he is the emotional projector of the family, and he was the one who, like, with his schoolwork, he was the one. Who who just, he, he didn't care about it. He was like, it was a waste of time. He didn't want to do the schoolwork. Yeah. But when she tested, like he, he aced his exams, like, and, and it <laughs> drove my father nuts because he was like, you gotta, you know, like you'll pass your classes if you do your, your homework and you submit it. And he's, and my brother just, he was like, I, I don't need to do the homework. I'm, I'm learning in the class. Like this is how he was learning. And then he would just right. test it out. And he, he was going and going through school and he was one year away from finishing his PhD in linguistics. And then he dropped out because he just had it. Burnout. But, you know, that's how mm -hmm. it's shown up Burnout. in the pros. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's, there's, you know, relationship stuff that we can talk to, you know, dynamics within the family and how it all shows up within the human side, human design system too. So it's yeah. just... Yeah, That's let us know in the comments amazing. below what, what you want us to talk about. I will wait to respond and she will wait yeah. to be invited. Please tell us what you guys want to talk about. Sure. Interesting. Yeah, the emotional. I feel like as, well, we could talk about even about emotional beings versus non-emotional beings, which is the open solar plexus. 
versus the defined. We both yes. are open and I'm surrounded by defined solar plexuses. So it's like every time you say that, I like, I know, I feel the pain. Like, I know what you're feeling. It's like they just, they take yes. the emotion in the room without even knowing it. And so when they're unaware, it can be really toxic because, you know, you're just as this unaware open, you're amplifying all that. And you have this major anxiety about making sure that they're happy and things are fixed. And it's just it's all about them and the oh, drama. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, God, I, I feel this so much. And, you know, it's also vice versa with the open solar plexus, you know, like when they are going on unaware, they'll be reflecting all of that right back at the emotional authority. I mean, I've witnessed <laughs> between my parents, <laughs> well, like a complete dynamic, you know, emotional generator with a splenic projector. <clears throat> my mom's very similar to my chart where it's completely open. She doesn't have any any gate coming out from the solar plexus, but she does have two hanging gates from the throat going towards the solar plexus, which one of them connects to the, the channel. I believe it's 31. It's kind of at that top angle of the 30, solar plexus. 36 yeah, is 31. the very top of the solar um, plexus. 36? 36. Okay. Yes, certain fix. That's the one. And I believe like when I was looking at some of the information on that, that gate, it's also called mm -hmm. the gate mm -hmm. of crises. Yeah. yeah. Like where it's like uh, exaggerated so emoting. I can yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. And then, so my dad had that one and my mom had the gate hanging down and they connected to that. And then <laughs> I kid you not in their charts, it's full circle. And then by the time I was born in our family, that was finally connected to the throat and the ego center for both my parents. So, so like, it was like they finally started communicating to each other how it was that they were actually feeling. And then once they opened up their conversation, that unconscious emotional reaction or response to the unconscious reflection of the emotion, and then it just kind of creates a downward spiral. At least that's kind of how I can describe how it looks. Yeah, or how and it I mean, appear. alone in and itself, that oh. 836 can downward spiral like that. I think it, especially if you have it defined, you said your father did have it defined. And I'd have to check my chart. Yes. It's interesting. I'm just going to use my own personal life example. My emotional projector daughter has this defined. So she's got her her solar plexus defined and this gate. And just last night, she was, she had similar to what you have, like this testing anxiety where she was panicking. She didn't, she had to memorize all, all these lines by tomorrow and she didn't even know them. And it's going to take 5 million years. <laughs> and I'm trying to talk her out of it and really ask her like, is that true? I mean, let's see. And I started saying some of her lines and I couldn't help her at all. But then my husband came in who also has the defined solar plexus was able to just talk her down oh, and not even talk her down. He was like, I love you. We're not going down this path anymore. Let's pull out your script and let's see how much you know. And like, she knew all of them except for one. And I was like, how did you do that? He's always like so magical with them. But it's the energy, right? That like, I was just an amplifier. So I wasn't helping. I, I As much as I could try and help, I was making it worse just naturally. <laughs> 
I thought, I just thought that was such an interesting experiment and observation. So I'm always asking him for help with their emotions. I'm like, Daddy, come help. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I, I've noticed my husband actually has the gate three fix active on his solar plexus, but he's, he's undefined mm-hmm. in his whole solar plexus like I am. So when I'm experiencing my emotions, he's actually really able to help ground me and bring me back. And he's defined in a single mm-hmm. as well as a manifesting generator. So I can definitely relate to that as well. Oh, calming, grounding really energy. Cool. That's really, really, that's beautiful. Yeah. And that's how we it is. all work together as puzzles, you know, sometimes it, that, what's that one phrase? It takes a village to raise a child. That's, that's like human design, essentially in yeah. its essence, like it takes more than just one energy body. Yeah, so absolutely. And I also want to bring up nature versus nurture as well, like that whole concept. And it's not it, like, and when I was studying it myself, I would look at that and it's like, the argument between nature and versus nurture, it's not one or the other. It's what nature gives us and how we are nurturing that or how we are making the conscious decision to then nurture that into what it's meant to be, you know? Yeah, Yeah, because there's areas of growth, right? Like, let's say, this is the thing that I started to kind of avoid talking about human design because I started to find myself making, like, excuses. Like, oh, well, she doesn't have a defined sacral, so she doesn't have to do this and I almost like put her in this category like she wasn't powerful enough to which is totally not correct at all and it was just my trying to get my head wrapped around this like non-sacral being but it's the 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 ability to find that superpower in your open center by going you know what I'm just gonna get a lot more wiser right I'm gonna work smarter rather than harder but you definitely still have capability of working would you agree yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. I mean, I've definitely done it for 14 years of my life, raising my daughter. And, you know, I continued that generator energy long into my adulthood. <laughs> and, you know, now it's more about it's, it's setting, settling it back into the energy of what it is that a projector like me is meant to do. And it's like, I'm settling here at home and building a, a home-based business from the ground up and networking. You know, as a triple split definition, the being within markets always has a benefit because by connecting all these other different channels that wouldn't otherwise be connected, like the conversations that I have with you, things would become or are brought up that I wouldn't otherwise bring up with somebody else because it's just how this flow of energy is working with us and how your, your energy imprints with mine and vice versa. And I think that's one of the really cool, beautiful things about human design is that it shows us how we are unconsciously wired to work and then how we can then start bringing ourselves back to yeah. our intentional awareness. And that's part of the unlearning, so the unconditioning. Yes. Yeah. And, and I said at the very beginning, Absolutely. I'll say it again, that projectors and non-sacrals, you are here to work differently, like in of your own beautiful, unique way outside the box kind of work and that's that's what you're creating that beautiful and you're still you're building your massage therapy correct yeah yes yeah i'm building the massage therapy and their online coaching aspects 
along with that. So I'm literally sitting in my office yeah. area right now. Yeah. Right with your beautiful yeah. sliding uh, this is the barn door, through. right? Based on that install. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. That. Right over here. Yeah. And it's like, yes. right? My husband. Did he build it? Somebody. Yes, he Somebody. did. He's a I love that. It's funny you talk about that triple split. I, I, for a while, I wasn't sure what that meant. And as I was studying and perpetually and just experimenting in my own life, I myself am a triple split and it's crazy, right? Now I have three businesses. I didn't even mean two at all. It's just like, I'm just responding to all the breadcrumbs as a generator. So I have this, re, you know, remodel yeah. and interior design business with my husband. And then I have the podcast and the coaching for all of us empaths and reading human design charts. And then I'm also been invited into being a coach for podcasters because my podcast has done so well. And I I was like, I just wanted one. Like, why do I have to have three? But it's like, like you said, it's in your chart. <laughs> right? Absolutely. It's multiple units. And that's where like the, like through the entrepreneurial journey, like we learn about building yeah. multiple streams of income. And it's just all a part of that. <laughs> it's just building those multiple streams and connections and everything. Yeah, and it's so not bad. I think a lot of people I know for one person in my my mind values having one career their entire life and never changing. Like that's an actual virtue for them, which also makes some of us feel guilty. Like we've been butterflies trying to figure out who we are and what to do. And again, that's just another toxic mindset. Like we all have our unique paths. And if you change and pivot, like, so be it that you're just following the breadcrumbs. Don't feel dumb or stupid that you're changing careers or have three careers at one time. <laughs> Absolutely. And one of the cues to look out for too, is how we start to speak about the things that we are, you know, in, and this was kind of like how a generator can, you know, just move through things that light you up. Right. It's just like, well, this really lights me up. I want to put more time and attention in this. And then you work on that and you're like, Ooh, now that this is kind of like doing its thing, it's like you, you go and you do that again. And I, that's, that's really super cool. That's a quality that I, I highly admire. And I'm like, I wish I had that kind of energy to just go and do that. But yeah, I, I, it's truly, it's a blessing, you know, because it just shows us how we are all different and how we can all inspire and uplift one another through just, you know, things that we can share through our experiences and one of the things that my father actually talked about a lot as well was if you're not passionate about what it is that you're doing, mm, why That's do definitely it? a generator quote right there. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Do we have any projector or non-sacral quotes that you can think of that are similar, but to do with work? Mm -hmm. But to do with Or like doing. Work, right with doing goodness right on the fly there's it's not about what you do it's about how you do it I like that one yeah yeah and yeah. you don't have to spend hours and hours that's how you do it yeah i do like that one think 
think smarter. I mean, work yeah. smarter, not harder. I learned that when I was in high school. She must have been a projector because she said it a lot. And she might have not even known she was a projector. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah, she, yeah, she just knew, like, I'm not going to work hard. I'm going to work smarter. That's it. So smart. Mm-hmm. Yes. This has been so fun. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. If you have any questions before we close out, let's drop them in the comments below. We can answer any questions you have. Otherwise, I will let Alyssa go to have the rest of her lovely day. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been a pleasure and truly, I'm honored. Yeah. Thank Thank you you for being flexible and hopping on. I think it's really powerful to talk about this because, like you said, the non-sacred beings are surrounded by sacred beings and we all think that everyone should live and act like we do, but we're all so unique and we need to give grace and space <laughs> and let the non-sacred beings like just be smart and not have to work so hard. <laughs> you are our guides. You're not yeah. supposed to be, yeah. you know, in the muck doing the work with us. You're supposed to be telling us and delegating like, do it this way, do it that way. That's smarter. That's smarter. Do it this way. <laughs> awesome. Absolutely. All right. Right. Thank you. Thanks so much. Okay. You're very welcome. I'll see you later. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining. Tune into the Empath and Narcissist podcast where we heal from trauma with human design. Have a beautiful day. And remember, always keep your unique life shining. Yeah, and it's really beautiful. Alyssa mentioned after we hopped off our call that working with being conscious that you are an emotional center and that you your emotion cycle governs the emotional environment that you're in is to not take the weight of the world on your shoulders and understand when you can speak what you're feeling and using i statements it really is a powerful tool to for you to be able to can then control your emotional environment and not feel like you're always creating this volatile scenario. So it's a beautiful, beautiful way. And I would say, you know, write down how you feel, speak how you feel, just let someone know in your space. And that way it doesn't have to be fixed. It says like, I just need to get this off my chest right now at the moment, I feel overwhelmed. And then just take a few breaths. Maybe you need to journal it out and then burn it and transmute it and you can take control of your emotional environment. It's a beautiful, beautiful way. You are more powerful and unique than you know you are. And your human design chart is your soul map that guides you and awakens you to your unique energy vibration and allows the path to reveal itself in front of you as you start to learn about yourself and elevate your vibration. I reveal how you can understand your unique talents through your gates, how you can amplify the energy transiting certain gates that you may not have in the current transit, and gaining a deeper understanding for how to harness your unique gate traits to live a more abundant and fulfilled, and yet of course, peaceful life. Today, I released the first in the series because the gate, the sun gate is moved into gate two and the earth has moved into gate one. If you want access to this today, click the link here and join the Patreon tier human design gates. You'll receive weekly video coaching 
as well as live Q&A chats that you can ask your questions with me every Sunday, 10.30 a.m. Pacific time. So join the Human Design Patreon Gate tier today and dive into this very first video I have for you. When you search Empath and the Narcissist on Amazon for materials to read, what do you find? A whole bunch of pages full of the same title, um, Empath and the Narcissist. Hmm. So how do you determine which book is the one to read? Well, that's up to you. But all I can tell you about my book is it shares snippets of my story of how I didn't always exude confidence. I didn't always have the peace of mind. On the contrary, I emitted a sense of insecurity that was palpable. I people pleased everyone at the expense of my own health. I hated myself and I lashed out when I couldn't take it anymore. And in my book, I relate to you, dear empath, so you can read the words and know that you're not alone. That is the main goal of the book. The second goal of my book is to give you tools that I use to find my strength, to leave the narcissist, and to heal and be on the complete other side of the dark abyss. I am meant to be here on earth to help you heal and transform from your trauma, from being a survivor to a thriver. You gain healing exercises at the end of each chapter. It's a guidebook to heal your childhood trauma. It has effective somatic healing exercises. It has astrology and how to understand and know your true authentic self with a human design chapter, giving you a brief overview of the human design 101. If you wish to feel alive again and take back the power in your life, then scroll up and click the link in the show notes to listen on Audible or buy your hard copy or paperback on Amazon today. And by the time you get to the end of the book, you're going to be wondering, what exactly does my human design chart say about me? Grab your human design unique blueprint reading on a call with me to help you identify how magnificent you are and how unique your energetic blueprint is here and how much you are needed for your impact. That in the link in the show notes at ravenscott.show forward slash shop. If you want personal help in gaining clarity, your authentic power back, and healing to be rid of the narcissist for good, join our empath community and receive sparkle reminder inspiration every Saturday and strategies to heal from narcissist abuse. Plus, get your free human design chart summary and free 20-minute support call with me. As soon as you're in, I'll gift you your human design reading with your type, strategy, and inner authority. So join now and get your reading within 24 hours. I'm so grateful for you listening, finding the show, and sharing it with your friends. It would give a great boost in the heart-centered algorithm to rate and review this podcast if you are enjoying it. Take a screenshot, share it on your socials, share it in a text message to a friend that you know right now needs to be pulled out of the quicksand. And remember, always keep your unique light shining.
Losing time, I'm fading fast I just wanna make it last Try to let go of the past I close my eyes, embrace the blast Sleepless nights and headaches stack Restlessness to hell and back What's my purpose, what do I grab? A slippery surface, a heart attack And sometimes you just gotta believe There's something that'll give you relief There's something that'll have what you need what you need we're broken it's tragic we're not all elastic but maybe there's magic